Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about creativity and mental health. It is August 7th, and this is episode 147. If I sound like I am talking from beneath the meniscus of a giant blob of um, viscous substance, it's because it's true. Like, I have COVID. Um, I've been in Europe for a month and just as a wonderful treat in addition to all the um, air traffic and airport um, delays we were just yeah we were on we were in an airport for like five hours and I have to believe that this is where I contracted COVID once and for all Um, I'm vaxxed and boosted and I have to assume that that's why um, so far it's just been a vicious, nasty, horrible, truly, truly um, just kind of malevolent um, sickness. It's a virus. It is, (laughs) I don't know if you know, it is a virus, but um, yeah, brain fog is real. It's actually really fascinating to sort of navigate from inside because um, it's not even like you have a thought that you get derailed. It's like just any evidence that you ever had a thought in the first place is just completely gone. (laughs) So it's basically the constant equivalent of walking into a room having forgotten why you went in there bit just like for whatever like rooms in your mind there are um anyway that metaphor wow yeah the meta narrative of that metaphor is that my brain isn't super working but a wonderful thing has happened which is that I am realizing that in addition to doing all of this like therapy but also spending a full month in another country that doesn't have that much to do with me um, with like zero social obligations pretty much and um, the time difference and being actually like physically separated from my family with whom I was getting so enmeshed like even more enmeshed after you know like my dad died and I just got like flung back into a lot of similar dynamics and um so just getting a break from that for a month is and on top of like four years of treating my um eating disorder and like getting different things sort of at different levels I'm beginning to get my memories back and I don't know if I've talked about it this much <laughs> or even that much. Um, I don't know if it's something we've talked about in a while. Um, asterisk while, what even is a while when I update this so intermittently. But if you identify as someone for whom um, part of the trauma response of just like life in general or growing up in certain circumstances meant dissociation or like numbing out with like sugar or food from a young age or like all these other techniques that just sort of take you away from whatever's happening in front of you. For me, it's meant that oftentimes the whole memory of the thing and like any associated memories around whatever this event is um, kind of go a bit hazy and then just sort of 
aren't there anymore. And I think that like kind of pursuing, getting older, definitely, definitely writing fiction because, you know, you subconsciously start mining everything that's happened to you and like trying to sort of catalog how you felt about different things. And because of a book, a fiction is so large and like infinite, not only in the sort of like how many permutations for each like plot line but just like when you literally start a book that you're making up it's like what could it be and the answer is <laughs> like hilariously enough like anything and it's kind of a void like you start thinking about your own memories and I knew that I didn't know which felt really scary and um really easy to get down on myself like what's wrong with me and really easy to get pathologizing but the memories have started coming back and a lot of them are traumatic but through the lens of knowing how old I am now knowing that I can supply my own um, comfort that isn't just destructive or isn't reliant on the way other people make me feel I think it's like become I'm like a safe place for my memories to come creeping back and Obviously, I'm really (laughs) happy. I mean, funnily enough, I'm primarily happy because I'm like, ooh, this will improve my stories. (laughs) This will, like, improve my work. Like, how can I monetize this? How how do I scale this? How do I scale healing? No, I mean, obviously, that's my first thought, but my first thought is never my best thought. And beyond that, it's like, I think that there's something, sorry if my voice is so disgusting, but, like, I think that there's thawing happening and like it's really happening. So I think this is much, much more just a pointless ramble, but also a dispatch that if you've begun the work because you are noticing that perhaps your memories are not as available to you as maybe you imagine other people to have access to their own memories, like it can happen. It's not like redacted forever. It's not like there's a... There's not, like, a scorched burn hole in, like, the tape of your past. Like, it actually can resurface. And I think that that's, like, so amazing. Um, Yeah, and I know that there's there may not be that much utility in saying, like, it can happen. But I do want to also say that it's happening a lot later than I thought it would. And it's definitely not happening in a linear way. Um, mostly for me, what's coming up is basically the entirety of my, like, adolescence. Like, I would say it's everything from about, like, 11 to when I moved to New York, weirdly. (laughs) Um, I think that actually, I think it's really interesting, and I've noticed this in my um, partner, too, who moved to America when he was 37. Is that right? Did I make that up? 35? Whatever. Um, (laughs) Also good at numbers. Um, Also, like, maybe I shouldn't be good at other people's memories either. But anyway, um, I think it's interesting that, like, I never give myself any not like credit or points but I guess for now until my language improves like let's just call it credit or points you know I don't you know allot myself enough whatever about how hard it is to move like 
I sort of assumed that there was traumatic, like, stress when I was, like, 11, moving from Korea, like, the place where all my molecules were, like, you know, like, you know, like, from the soil and air there, like, the terroir, like, all my molecules that are Korean and it's only ever known Koreans, like, to be uplifted and, like, moved to somewhere like Hong Kong by plane, like, I bet my molecules weren't really into that. Um... And I always sort of gave myself credit for, like, acknowledging that that was hard, you know, that that was hard on my family, that that was hard on me, that I'm moving to a colony, like, a British colony as an Asian person is hard. But I don't ever think about, like, how hard it must be to move to not only Texas, but also to move to fucking New York like because New York for me was supposed to be like the place where I finally get to go if I've made it like there is a part of me that sort of decides that it's supposed to be a hundred percent unalloyed wonderfulness and not just like fear and like terror and discomfort and alienation that like kicks up all the other alienation from like every generation past and like as a result of that it's like (laughs) You'll hear my partner in the background blowing his nose. Um, As a result of that, it's like... I don't have memories for, like, huge chunks of all of it. And they're coming back. They're non-chronological. But I do think I will say, and I think this is so interesting, I think they're coming back in accordance with the memories I need for the work I'm doing right now. Like I'm working on adapting Yoke for TV and I'm also working on my fourth book. And I think I'm supposed to have access to these folders because of what I'm doing. And I'm not forcing it. I mean, I've tried and that really didn't work, but it's all happening. And I'm just allowing it to happen. And I'm just like future person saying to someone who's maybe only starting therapy or only like looking at how they don't have memories that like it comes and I never thought it would and I certainly never thought it would come like this or feel like this but I'm really happy about it so I just want to log that and you know log this for anyone who's listening as much as for myself and so if you have COVID or if you don't, or if you're just looking at this like drizzly Sunday weather, I need to stop commenting on the weather because I have this fear that it immediately dates all of these. But meanwhile, these are all dated, so who cares? Um, yeah, like, I hope you have a gentle day. I hope you can even be gentle with healing and what you think is good for you because I've definitely OD'd on things that I have thought were good for me until it was just actually self-harming with self-care. So yeah, sending you a gentle day. Thanks.